What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to season two, episode 22, presented to you by Student Union Sports. It's Diego Galvez in the house, Chris Jones in the building. What is going on this week, my man? Not a whole lot. I mean, uh, my Champions League picks stink. Um, I did horrible in the Premier League last weekend. So I'm looking for a big bounce back here. Not going to lie to you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we... um. We had a tough week last week for sure, but um, I mean, we managed to stay afloat. I, mean, I, I I personally went five and five in the Premier League. You went uh, you went four and six. Just a minor miss. Just a minor miss on the Liverpool. Um, I got one. I got four and six for you. I got five and five. Uh, let's discuss. I called the draw on Liverpool. Called City winning. Yep, both oh, which with oh. wait, 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 wait. Both I'm giving you credit. Exact scores. Yep. Uh called the Fulham win two to one. Called the Aston Villa victory. And called the Manchester United victory. That's five and five. Hold on. Did I, I must have read it wrong. Now. Hold on. Give me a second. I need to like look with my eyes. Um uh, my phone would work. Fulham didn't win. West Ham did. Uh, is that Fulham won? Hang on. No, West Ham won one nothing. Oh, that's it. Correct. So we both four and six. I thought it was going crazy for a second because I was like, I looked and I was like, I'm pretty sure Fulham lost. <clears throat> Which they did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just I just wanted to make sure we give. The, the listeners and the viewers, the most updated and active. Eh, it is what it is. I mean, so you're still seven ahead. Now, went two and two this week on the Champions League, you went one and three. Yeah. Uh, so, we I both went listen. four and six, right? This week, uh, yes. I had United two nothing, Villa two one. I had Wolves winning over Chelsea and City winning. Okay. Correct. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, with that said, we got a lot to talk about because number one, the Premier League, we have some some news to begin with. Then we got some action to talk about in the Champions League. Then we got to review what we predicted at the beginning of the season, how things would look like uh, towards the end of the season in the Premier League and where we are currently. So, without further ado. Let's get to it right away. What do you want to? What do you want to start with? I think we just dive in the champs. Let's do it. So, champ- yeah. So, Champions League. Um, as we as we just mentioned, Diego went two and two. Jones one and three. Uh, Benfica lost at home against Inter Milan. Manchester City pummeled over Bayern Munich. Um, the pummeling was so embarrassing that it even led to a physical fight between. Leroy Sané and Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane um, drove privately away uh, home without the team while Leroy Sané was put on the bus with the team. Uh, reports has it that Leroy Sané was left with his mouth bleeding in the locker room. Uh, a lot of people had to intervene. God knows what's going on in that locker room, but feel bad for Thomas Tuchel um, in a way, not full-heartedly. Uh, and this tells you, what is going on in the culture when it comes to Bayern Munich? Uh, Real Madrid 
also pummeled Chelsea pretty good, two nothing in um in Spain. Although I will say Chelsea did play a pretty good game though. The first half, very almost even, almost even uh strength between the teams. Uh Chelsea you say two did, one or two nothing. Uh, I said two nothing. Yeah. Um, no, Real Madrid, they're, they're pretty good. Benzema and uh, Marco Asensio scored for Real Madrid. Benzema is just on a whole other level at this point. That guy's just flying. And then we head over to Italy, where Milan won one nothing against Napoli. The absence of not having Victor Ozeman for Napoli was deeply felt. We're hoping to see a different Napoli on the second leg. Uh, we'll see what that turns around to look like. But in the meantime, um, shall we get to the predictions right away? Let's, let's dive right into it. Yeah, let's do All it. Right. So the first one, uh, we got Chelsea and Real Madrid. Real Madrid up 2-0 in the aggregate, like you said today. The 2-0 win over Chelsea. They're at Chelsea. People forget Chelsea played them tough last year up to the stretch. And it had to be Benzema that set them up for that game and a goal. Yep. Um, for me, just quick thoughts here. I think Chelsea... Defensively, they're one of the more penalized teams left in the Champions League, so that's going to hurt them in this situation. Uh, and Real Madrid has guys like Benzema and Vinicius Jr. that average over four shots a game um, in the Champions League, so I think that plays into to effect as well. I think Real Madrid moves on here. Um, I think this is going to be a one nothing Real Madrid win. I think Real Madrid is going to have control from start to finish. And Chelsea is uh, – this isn't the same Chelsea team from last year. They're not going to put up a fight. So, by the way, with this predictions, it, seeing that it's the second leg, it doesn't matter what the score is as long as we predict who moves on correctly for the next round. Okay. So, uh, you're doing you're doing one nothing Real Madrid, and you're saying Real Madrid is moving on, right? Correct. All right. I'm going with a 1-1 draw here, Stanford Bridge. I see – I see a Chelsea team that's trying to turn it around to get to a full, kind of like a full strength uh, kind of situation here towards the end of the season. They did look pretty good. And so Fernandez uh, played pretty well, same as Joao Felix. However, I agree with you defensively. There's just doing too many careless mistakes that need to be buttoned up. Um, Lampard has the capabilities to do so. However, it is against a Real Madrid team that's just relentless at this point. Vinicius is playing very well. Asensio's has been unbelievable. Same with uh, Benzema. Same with a couple others on the team. I'm going with a 1-1 draw, and I'm saying that Real Madrid moves on. All right, next one, we get Napoli at home against AC Milan. Uh, like you said, Victor Oshman's a big part of this Napoli team. If he's healthy and ready to go next week, um, I see Napoli moving on. That's a big if. So I don't want to be that guy that goes, if Oshman plays, Napoli moves on. I'm just going to take them regardless. I'm going to Napoli 2 nothing. Napoli advances in the aggregate 2 to 1. And here we go. Well, just what they in, need enough to do. For your information, Spalletti has announced that Victor Oshman will be back next week with the team uh, via reports. So Victor can be expected at home at the Maradona Stadium. Uh, with that being said, it is a very tough stadium to play at. Uh, the atmosphere there is electric, they have loud fans. And rest assured that that will play a certain role within this within this team. Uh, two nothing as well. Napoli, I think uh, the Georgian forward whose last name I'm not going to bother to pronounce, and Oshman will have a huge part of this game, and that's where Napoli will will capitalize and move on. All right, let's go. 
Next, um, the Wednesday slate of games, we have um, Bayern hosting Manchester City. They're down 3-0. Do you think Bayern Munich is making a comeback? I don't. I mean, to be frankly honest with you, this team <clears throat> this team lacks chemistry. I'll be honest with you. I think that Bayern Munich kind of kicked themselves in the nuts by removing Julian Nagelsmann towards the end of the season. Uh, I think it's a huge mistake, and, and, and we're starting to see it. Thomas Tuchel has been out of touch for quite a bit. That that plays an effect as well here. Um, the amount of careless mistakes that were done defensively, especially by Dayato Pumacano, was just disgusting. Um, there needs to be a new, a new formula defensively for Bayern Munich. Seeing that Manchester City has penetrated the many holes and mistakes that can happen for Bayern, um, I'm going 2-1 to one Bayern winning it at home, but I say Manchester City moves on. I'd love to see Byron get two early and to be trailing one by one the whole game and the Manchester City late just... Which is exactly what's going to happen. That's a Pep Guardiola, Thomas Tuchel legacy there. That's just that's just yeah, how sure. the game is always played. I will say the game was beautiful in the first half. Uh, between the two, it was a very even, you know, game. I don't know what Pep Guardiola had to say in the, in the locker room, but rest assured the Manchester City walked out of the locker room like a piss missile and just absolutely annihilated Bayern Munich. They heard what he, they heard what he said. Yeah, and I, and I feel bad for Jan Sommer as well because Jan Sommer was unbelievable in that he he had some huge saves that normally all goalies can't seem to to get. Um, uh, it was just the team let him down, man. Yeah, no, they really did. Um, I think Bayern wins this game, but I think City moves on. I'm gonna go Bayern. I'm gonna go Byron two nut two nothing, and City just goes defensive the last like 15 minutes of the game. Okay. All right, last one. Uh, Inter hosting Benfica. I'll let you start off here. Yeah, I, I think for Benfica, unfortunately, it is over having lost at home with the advantage of having the home crowd there. Uh, was really just a bad mistake disciplinary wise. They were just not there. Hence, they got a red card. That's going to play a huge part in this game. Uh, I'm going 2-1 to one Inter here. Inter moving on. I'm going to go... This is where my Diego brain kicks in. <laughs> I think the, I think Inter Milan is going to move on. I think you and I have the same form moving on here from this. But I think Benfica is going to make it interesting. I think Benfica wins the game 2 nothing, sends it extra time, goes to penalties. And Inter wins the penalties. Okay. Diego Brain with the Spanish side. <laughs> so we got Madrid, Napoli, City, and Inter. So it would be Madrid and City, and then Napoli and Inter Milan. The fact that we, the fact that we were probably going to get Madrid and Manchester City in the semifinals of the Champions League is kind of disappointing, in my opinion. It is, and I mean we could be set as well for an all Italian final, which we've been saying all along in this season. So. Um... Interesting, interesting end of the Champions League tournament so far. Uh, let's move on to the next subject with just a few updates regarding the Premier League. Uh, Dean Smith officially appointed as a new manager for Leicester City. Uh, Leicester City was considering four different candidates at all times, including uh, Mauricio Pochettino and a couple others. However, they just felt that Dean Smith had more of a more of a project mind of being able to being able to work with a long-term project. 
therefore, Dean Smith was picked. Uh, it came close to having being selected Jesse Marsh. However, the deal fell completely off when Jesse Marsh just didn't feel that the project made any sense. Therefore, uh, they backed off of, of working with Jesse as well as with Ralph Hassan Hoodle. So Dean Smith has been appointed. Uh, as you all know, Frank Lampard has been also appointed as the caretaker for Chelsea with Ashley Cole as his assistant manager. Uh, Todd Bailey actually made a smart move in this one, bringing back a legend to bring the identity back to Chelsea, uh, which they desperately need. This is a team that lacks chemistry, lacks mentality, uh, lacks a lot of things. And I think this is this is actually a good move uh, by Todd Bailey, bringing two legends of the club uh, to work together to try and get this team back in rhythm. So... Those are the two updates right now for the Premier League. Let's move on to the predictions, shall we? Should we do predictions in Premier League? Yes, yeah, sir. you want to do that first? Yeah, All sure. right, let's dive in. First things first, we have a fantastic start. Again, Premier League, what are we doing here? Why do we keep putting these fantastic games at 7.30 in the morning? Yep. And you know, I don't want to get up for them, but I want to because this is going to be probably the best game of the weekend. Aston Villa or Newcastle? I agree. Miller yeah. is absolutely on fire right now at home. Newcastle's fighting to stay atop of the top four of the table. I think this is going to be a great game. And I, Emery's been great for Aston Villa. They've played with a chip on their shoulder. They've played a completely different style of play. And he, they're like third in the league in points since Unai Emery has uh, been appointed the manager. I think both sides get a point. I'm going to go with a 1 1 draw. And here we go. That's exactly what I have as well. I think both teams are a full tilt right now. Unfortunately for Newcastle, they have met their match this week in Aston Villa. That 1-1 draw will probably be a huge effect on Newcastle to potentially clinch Champions League of football because right behind them is Tottenham and Manchester United. Uh, a 1-1 draw is more than fitting here. I agree. United Emery has just been sensational at Villa Park, and I think that's the best appointment they've done so far since uh, since having removed uh, Dean Smith from the uh, from the coaching. Yeah, no, um, listen, I'm excited. I, I'm gonna, I'm going to get up at seven thirty to watch this game. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, next we got Chelsea and Brighton at Chelsea. Both these teams right now looking at Chelsea. Chelsea's currently sitting eleventh in the table. Brighton's seventh. Chelsea won their last... No. They lost their last Premier League match. They're 1-2-2 two, and two in their last five. Brighton's 2-2-1 two, two, and one in their last five. Brighton's also coming off a bad loss to Tottenham. I, I don't think they should have lost that game. I think Tottenham was extremely lucky there. Um, yeah. The hurricane mm-hmm. go late in the 79th minute. I thought Brighton could have stole a point there. Um, however, I think I'm going to ride with Chelsea here. Just because I saw what they did today um, today against Real Madrid. They played well. I think Lampard and company will do enough. I don't think it's crazy, Diego. I'm going to go one nothing. All right, similar score. Um, I agree with you. I think Chelsea right now desperately needs a win. Lampard has been very close of getting that, especially with his team. It seems like he has, he has figured out the correct lineup for Chelsea. I think for Brighton, on the other hand, having that loss against Tottenham is more of a mentality issue. Uh, every year Brighton suffers some sort of sloppy, uh, you know, slippery slope for some odd reason. Every year, it doesn't matter who the coach is. Um, 
I agree. I think Chelsea takes this one. I'm going two to one. All right, let's go Everton and Fulham. All right, so this is at, you know, this is at Goodison Park. And um, for Sean Dietschy, it is it is important to to capitalize here, get a win, and find himself at least three points ahead of relegation uh, zone. That's what he was brought for. That's what, that's what uh, he's trying to accomplish here. I think this is the perfect opportunity to do so. Fulham is not very good against bottom-of-the-table teams, but Everton is a pest when it comes to middle-of-the-table teams. I'm going 2-1 to one Everton. Um, I just got news that makes me like Everton even more. Uh, I, I Listen, I was on the fringe of taking a 1-1 draw here, but... Oh, jeez. I don't know. It was that bad. So is that like? Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> you see this? Eight game ban from for Metrovic for yeah. Fulham. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that till now. So with that being said, Fulham's going to slowly work their way down the table because they need Metrovic playing to be good. Everton two nothing. All right, Southampton Crystal Palace. Uh, I listen. I loved the Crystal Palace team that I saw on the pitch on Sunday morning. Yeah, they were hungry. They looked like they had their identity again. I know it was Leeds, but they're playing Southampton at same areas. Tough. I think Palace wins. I'm going two nothing. I'm going to ride this Crystal Palace team right now, with the way that they looked last week. I agree. They looked very good. Uh, Roy Hodgson, for some reason, shutting their mouths up. He's on a streak lately. You I'm and I said two, it. I'm going two to one, uh, Crystal Palace. You and I said it. We were going to eat our words with Roy Hodgson. Here we are eating our words. Yeah. All right, Tottenham and Bournemouth. Yeah, this is an important game for Tottenham uh, to continue at least be within European competitions here. Bournemouth, on the other hand, it's just a struggle altogether. Uh, I'm going 3-0, Tottenham. I'm going closer. I'm going two to one, and Bournemouth – we we say we say a struggle, but they're currently sitting in fifteenth. I mean, we're gonna go over it, but like the the gap from eleven to twelve is a lot more than from twelve to sixteen. Yep. In a sense. A lot yep. of things can play out here um in the coming uh weeks and sort. But I'm gonna go with Tottenham uh with a two two to one victory over Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Uh Wolves and Brentford. Yeah, this is this is a tough game to predict here. Not a lot of difference between these two teams, even though the, the table tells us a different story. Uh, Wolves sitting in 13th place, 8, 7, and 15 at 31 points. Brentford sitting in 9th place at 10, 13, and 7, 43 points. Just schematic-wise, I just don't see the difference between these two teams. Uh, I want one-one draw between the two. Uh, listen, I, I agree with you. The score is a little bit different here. I think it's a draw. I'm going to go nil-nil. I think it's a defensive-minded game, and I just don't see either side conceding. Okay. 0-0 it is. Uh, Manchester City and Leicester. Uh, keep this sweet. I think Leicester's going to play them tough, but I think City comes away with it. I'm going to go City 2-0. Two, two yeah, I think this is a bad introductory game for Dean Smith. Unfortunately, it is against one of the toughest side right now in the Premier League at all at all selling this right now going three to one city. All right, let's get into the Sunday slate really quick. Uh West Ham and Arsenal. 
West Ham is one of those teams that has managed to be able to find the identity of Arsenal and being able to be a tough competitor to Arsenal over the years. Uh, seeing how David Moyes has found himself in a hot streak lately, I think they actually pull a draw against Arsenal here. One-on-one draw. I fucking hate you. But because for that specific reason, and the way the West Ham's been playing lately, I was going to take them to steal two points away from Arsenal. One-one. Uh, just like Diego said, go yep. figure. All right. Um, United is taking on Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Yeah, unfortunately for Nottingham Forest right now, they they got a good team and all. They just they're not there anymore. They just they're they're not fighting. That spirit's not there. Uh, meanwhile, for Manchester United, they are hungry. They're pissed off, especially with seeing Marcus Rashford out of competition. Um, uh, I'm going one nothing United here. You fucking suck, dude. You absolutely suck so much. I'm going. I'm going first next because you're gonna, you're gonna stop taking my goddamn scores. I don't know. I saw some steam come out of your ears. You were preparing yourself to talk. So I was. Pre- uh, no, I was preparing for you to say my score, motherfucker. United one nothing. Listen, like you said, Nottingham Forest hasn't been great. Unfortunately, they've gotten a bad. A couple of bad draw, bad little uh, draws in their court. They're at home. They're going to play them tough. United's just going to overcome it. one nothing. Yep. All right, last one. We got Leeds and Liverpool. Liverpool's been, Liverpool's been good so far. And I think that having been able to draw against the toughest team in the Premier League all season long gives them an extra pep in their step. Uh, I'm going one nothing Liverpool over Leeds. Don't tell me it's the same. No, I have Liverpool two nothing. Um, I think we can build off of getting the draw late, like we did. However, I really think we could have won that fucking game if Mosalad drills that penalty. Roberto Firmino sending us sending us three points back to Anfield, man. That that penalty's I've been seeing it in my sleep the last couple of nights. It stinks, but Liverpool gets it done. I'm going Liverpool two nothing. Couldn't agree more, man. Yep. All right, let's do the new one this week. Jones and Diego are going to react live to where they had teams at the beginning of the season and where they are now. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to do a a point system, grading system, and whoever has the closest to the table. So, like, for example, just saying all out, um, you and I both had Liverpool at the top. <laughs> they're well. in, they're in eighth, so that's minus seven. So we want to we want to finish in the positive. We want to see how close to the positive we can get here. Yes. All right. So, well, well, I said Liverpool. So Liverpool <laughs> minus seven. Um, one. They're currently eight. Liverpool minus seven for you. One. They're currently eight. All right. <clears throat> So let's dive in. TikTok live. Here we are. Um, Yellow card podcast. How should I do this? Do you want me to show like the viewers? Do you want me just to play the audio? How do how how should we do this? Whatever you want to do, man. I think we'll just play the audio. Let's make right. it as painless as possible for us. <laughs> this is this is brutal this year. All right. So we talked about Liverpool. Let's talk about Manchester City. Yep. 
Manchester City finishing. I have them in at number two, at number two, potential number three this year. Um, I think the Erlen Holland signing is going to be a chaotic problem in that locker room. I think you got two very alpha, actually three different alpha-like mentalities in Grealish. Now knowing that Raheem Sterling is no longer there, Grealish has a new role there. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne has always been the, the mechanic piece of this team. And where Erling Haaland wants all the balls to go through him when it comes to the attack, this is this is a failure waiting to happen at Manchester City. Uh, I think the only reason why it doesn't fully fail is because Pep Guardiola is used to big personalities, so he knows how to handle that. But I don't think they will be as successful as they were last year. By the way, by the way, I just want to, I just want to add, I just want to add an extra point to me there. I did say that I, I I couldn't picture Raheem Sterling being a part of their attack anymore. Now Raheem Sterling was the first one to leave as soon as Erling Haaland was brought in. He's now at Chelsea. That's an additional point. That's got to be an additional point. We'll keep it on the the tally board for things we've called the right. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I had them. I had them finishing three. So that's minus one for me. Perfect for you. So right now I'm minus eight. You're um, minus, minus seven. seven. All right. Next one is Tottenham. So Tottenham. Oh, boy. I think I had him at fourth. Meanwhile, let's let's just say that you and I both thought that Antonio Conte would be here for the full year when we made these. Same when we talked about Chelsea with Thomas Tuchel. Okay, Jesus. All right, so you had him at three. Minus two, so that's the minus nine. So five minus two. Okay, I actually hold on. Jesus. That that's been a terrible signing. That's been terrible for me. Oh yeah, he fed he fed well like a fart in church. And he's been oh, I just turned it off. Turning it off. That was awful. All right, so I had him at two. You had him at three. Uh, so you're at minus nine. I'm at minus 11. Oof. All right, let's dive in. Next one is Arsenal. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, they're currently at number one. Minus five. All they're doing is screaming danger in front. To me, it, I mean, I just said you had them. I think Arsenal to me. I have Arsenal five. Is a team that Mikel Atari can only do so much for this squad. He needs to take that 
kid. Can we both agree he's taking a step forward this year? Yep. So, boom. All right. So, that's minus four for me, minus five for you. So, you're now at minus 14. I'm at minus eight, 11, 15. So, right there. Chelsea. Chelsea's next. Zietz never left. Uh, Timo Werner left. Yep. Kai Havertz still doing nothing. And Mason Mount still doing nothing. So good call by you there. Um, I had them. I had them at six. Nope, didn't. So I had them at six. I said they were going to take a big step forward. They didn't. They took 7,000 steps back, though. So that's uh, <clears throat> that's a big one there. So now I'm sitting at 8, 11, 15, negative 20, minus 20. And you're sitting at uh, 9, also negative 20. We're tied. Wow. I was at 14. I, I predicted them at 5 and the 10. They're eleventh. They're they're eleventh behind Fulham. Okay. By by one by one in the goal differential. All right. <clears throat> so let me just say save us this. All right. Yeah, so we gotta go faster on this because this this is torture, bro. I know. I'm sorry. This is torture. Oh, this is a bad next, idea. The, the next one is Manchester United. We both had them at four. Uh, they are at four exactly, so no points get 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 touched there. Yeah. The next one was West Ham. Uh, we both had them at seventh. West Ham is currently in fourteenth, so it's minus seven. So we're sitting at uh, negative twenty-seven. Seven to fourteen, West Ham. Seven to fourteen, minus seven, minus seven. Next one after that was Leicester City. Uh, you had them finish in 10th. I had them 11th. They're currently 19th. Okay. So Leicester, I am 11, 19, minus 8. You had 10, 19, minus 9. Next was Brighton. Um, both of us not really high. I had them at 13. You had them at 15. Diego, I'm losing Diego here. Uh, Brighton did seven. You good? You want me to just end it? The torture is the, the the math being done 
live. I'm like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm in second grade when they teach you how to count with your fingers. This has been on paper. This was a great idea. <laughs> wow. I can't wait till we tweet this episode out and be like, okay, this was great. Just don't watch Dan. <laughs> Good God. I forgot we went into such a deep analysis to why. So that's on me. I should have just. The funniest part to this, by the way, to all of you watching and listening to all this, funniest part is that before I even hit record, Jones himself, he had the audacity to tell me that this episode would be 40 to 45 minutes long. I'm pretty sure it would have been 40 to 45 minutes long just in that session, just in that section. So I I just want to put that out there for for content purposes. God, this is the worst episode ever. <laughs> it's it's just bad. This why is worse we, than why, that. This is we, worse than that episode of Suplex Bitties where we just did ten minutes of us on screen doing different fucking faces. Oh my god! That, by the way, that episode was hilarious. So shout out to Suplex Bitties. Whatever happened to them, it's it's over, done, done, and dealt with. But um, shout out to Suplex Bitties. Um, Who would have predicted that the Premier League would have overturned about 13 managers in one season? Not us. That's for sure. We didn't predict that. We didn't predict that that Thomas Tuchel would be out of Chelsea. We didn't predict for Brendan Rodgers to be done with Leicester. We didn't predict for... Um, Antonio Conte to be out of Tottenham. Antonio Conte to be out of Tottenham. Nope. We didn't predict for Marcelo Bielsa to be out of Leeds. Um, no, it went to Jesse Marsh, and then now went to Garcia. I don't even know what his first name is. Uh, Javier Vieira, Vieira from Crystal Palace. Vieira being sacked. We didn't predict that. We didn't predict for Frank Lampard to be out of Everton. Nope. We didn't predict for um, Bruno Lage to be gone out of Wolves. Steven Gerrard from Villa. Steven Gerrard out of Villa. We didn't predict for, um, let's see. I, I think that's basically it. Yeah, no, listen, it, it's been a bad year for predictions for us. It's been a roller coaster. I, I'm, even not, I'm even surprised I have a winning record, to be honest with you. I really am. Yeah, no, this has been, a, this has been an off year for the boys. Um, they're going to lock down these next few weeks and get back and back into those winning ways because we know yep. how to do it. We yep. do it consistently. Yep, 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 yep. But shout out to um shout out to Burnley coming up to the Premier League. All setting confirmed for them. Shout out to Millsborough as well, who would also be coming up in the Premier League. Um that's two two teams with legendary names um under their belt with uh Vincent Company leading Burnley and um, Michael Carrick leading Middlesbrough. Wait, you say Middlesbrough? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You say Middlesbrough's coming up? I thought they were. No. They're third, aren't they? No. They're fourth. And plus, oh, so the, top need, two, the top two teams to automatically... Top two teams... Oh, the shit. top two teams automatically get up, and then three through six play, like, a playoff. Like, three plays six, four plays five. Yeah. So right now the playoff would be Lutton Town and Blackburn, and then Middlesbrough and Millwall. Sheffield United is currently at two. Yep. But yeah, 
No, but I listen. It's been a fun year so far. You know, there's still eight to nine games left for each team. Um, a lot of good things can happen. Um, maybe we 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 get a, a clear sight on the relegation. Maybe the relegation finale is the last match day. You know, Arsenal and City coming up um, in a big match between those two sides. Yep. Maybe City jumps on and we get a, a finale last day. I mean, I was looking at the matches, and if you look at who City plays at the end of the year, City has... City has Brentford at the end of the year, which isn't an easy task. And Arsenal has Wolves at home. So not easy task for either side. But the biggest thing to me for this uh, stretch run is what is Manchester City's legs going to look like? Still still competing in the Champions League. Um, like they're, they're going to be tired going into this. Yeah. You know, um, we still have the FA Cup. You know, they're playing Sheffield United in the FA Cup coming up as well. So there's, there, there's a lot of games and a lot of wear and tear on these guys' legs. Yep. Um, so it's just something to keep an eye on. Yep. And I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more with you on that. Listen, we could be getting uh, Manchester Derby in the final of the FA Cup this year. Yep, yep. And both teams are pretty much exhausted from all yep. the competitions they're in. Um, uh-huh. Just want to highlight also a massive shout out to Burnley and Luton Town and the championship. Burnley has only lost twice this season 26, 12, and 2. That is probably the best record in the club's history with 90 points. Luton Town, on the other hand, 19, 14, and 8. They're the only two teams in the championship with single digit losses ever in that whole entire championship. Um, that is. A testimony to both of those uh, coaches, you know, mm-hmm. Vincent Company and uh, Rob Edwards in Luton Town. Sheffield United also at, at 10 losses. They, they've done pretty well as well. Uh, Paul Heckenbottom, you know, dealing with with, um, with Sheffield. He's done a good job so far. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be crazy to see what happens there. This might be the first year in after close to 12 years since Blackburn Rovers might have a potential moving up to the to the Premier League. Uh, Blackburn, at the time, they used to be uh, an absolute pest, in a way, of a lot of Premier League teams. It was really sad seeing them leave uh, the Premier League. So uh, a lot of excitement happening for the championship, a lot of, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great football being played. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting 23-24 season. Well, also, uh, shout out to Wrexham getting promoted to EFL too. Yes. Yep. 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 That was, by the way, what an insane move by Ben Foster retiring just to come back and be the reason why Wrexham is moving up, saving that penalty at the last freaking second. What a story to be written there. Crazy. That is just an insane story. Um, but other than that, any final thoughts, Jones? No. All right. Well, with that said, I don't have any final thoughts as well. With that said, that concludes episode 22 of season two here at the Yellow Card Podcast. Uh, once again, a massive shout out to Student Union Sports. Make sure you check out their website, studentunionsports.com. Check out all of the content that they wrote uh, and that they have coming up for you. No subscription needed. 
just nothing but organic support for college writers making it into the journalism field of our business. With that said, signing off, Diego Galvez, Chris Jones. See you guys all next week. Peace.